Welcome back to another episode of For Dinner for Breakfast. I am your host, Bailey. I'm Wes. And Wes, like we we just talked about on the last previous episode, we just went ice fishing. Hell yeah, we did, bro. We went ice fishing. Well, yeah, we went went up north. Um here in Michigan, the we- the winter hasn't been super favorable for ice fishing, no, I would not. say, this year. It's been it hasn't more been of a-, like a winter at all, really. It's mostly been like windy and kind of cold. Not I really call a lot it, of snow. I'm calling it the pre-spring. Yeah, that seems about right. <laughs> Anyways, spring, um, spring edition point five. So we go up north. We uh we get to the lake and we like we're really walking on the ice or whatnot and uh, it looks pretty favorable like from just walking on it and it's like well this so this, this this shows shows this, some promise. This place that we went to, we drove to like a little town way up north in Michigan. And then from that little town, we took a bunch of, like, dirt back roads that were, like, barely plowed. And then we fully left the road and drove through, like, a big field. Um, <laughs> and then drove down to the lake from there. So it's in, like, the middle of nowhere. There's, like, middle nothing of nowhere. around this place. Surprisingly, we have service, like, good service there, which is service. why I like the place. Um, but, you know, we get there. We, we, we take our... We have all our stuff packed out, our shanties, our heaters, our chairs, everything. And we get there, we set up our shanties, and then we decide to drill holes to see if it if it's like <laughs> really gonna be like worth our time or not. So we drill we holes. Had, we had two shanties set up. Bailey has one shanty that's like a small kind of it's two like a two person, person deal. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one that I was in was like a six person, like a big tent. A shanty's basically like an insulated tent. Right, um, that you can stake into the ice. So we we spent all this time. We pet, put everything into big sleds, and we pull these sleds out to the middle of this lake. We're carrying all of our shit. We've got. We spent probably an hour setting up shanties, right? Like drilling the holes for the uh, for the anchors and like getting it all attached and set up. And then yep. we drilled the holes in the ice for the actual fishing. Yep. And then I made the mistake of because you drill holes, it kind of creates like a cone of shaved ice. And I made the mistake of like trying to scoop that out in mine, and then all this water just starts flooding into the shanty. And I'm like, oh, that's not normal. And then I'm like, put my hand in the ice to really check check the thickness of it. And you really like a good safe ice is probably around six inches. So we were we were about like four and a half, five inches of ice. It was definitely I, on like I still it was think like less than that even. I think it was like three and a half, four inches. I, I would, I would, I would make a strong argument for four. And um, they, and so it was definitely, it was, it was a little sketch. <laughs> oh yeah, it was, it was. Then your shanty, your your shanty was, was pretty rough. <laughs> ours was rough. We we dig this, <clears throat> so we don't even dig the hole. You have this big, um, it's probably what like eight inches across the auger. And it's this yeah. big, long drill, and you stick it into the ice, and you hand crank it in a circle, and it spirals down and punches through the ice, and you pull it back out, and you have your hole for your fishing. But the problem with that is when you drill the hole, the uh, the pressure underneath the ice kind of equalizes, and the ice bends a little bit, and that's what pushes the water out. That's why they flooded. Right. Um, so we we drilled our hole, and... We're sitting in our our shanty, just kind of hanging out, and we had probably three inches of standing water on the floor. 
it was was a real it was a real mess my feet were wet i was not wearing waterproof boots because i'm dumb um splish splash this another thing that we didn't mention earlier as soon as we walked on the ice we got like maybe 100 feet out and heard a big loud crack and that that so i know i know it happens it's normal yeah it's a it's a very common thing for like ice cracking in a sense or like making noise on it so that like it's hard to like determine like oh it's unsafe just from that but um but you know so like it like all flooded and everything and then we're like we all like agree let's go to lunch and come back and we'll grab our stuff then when we go to this what hotel in a sense to get food it was a haunted hotel a haunted hotel they serve food or whatever and the food was like very mediocre at best in my opinion i I don't even think it was mediocre i think it was not very good yeah i think the best thing was their potato salad in my opinion and a salad so i didn't even like that potato salad uh seven that i had was the best thing (laughs) (laughs) um but uh yeah no like my uh when I get like that patty melon, it was like there was no seasoning on the meat whatsoever. I was like, oh, this, and I'm like putting my own salt and like pepper on it, and it's still not helping. And it's like, oh, geez. And then we re- regroup after lunch. We head up back out to the the lake, and then we get out there, and we're just like packing all our stuff up. Like you, you guys have an assembly line going because you don't want too much pressure on the already like melted yeah. ice. And then, um. I get, we got all our stuff packed, and then we have these tip-ups still out there. And you guys start heading back, and Brandon and I are like, we'll get the tip-ups, and we'll just meet you back at the truck. Yeah, I had to I had to pull the sled back because nobody else wanted to pull the sled. <laughs> so I had to pull that huge-ass that huge sled full of stuff back. It was probably like a like a three or 400-pound sled with all the stuff in it. I had to pull it across the lake and then up the hill to the truck. And I had a very, very, very minor asthma attack when I got to the <laughs> truck. But I'm okay. It's all about, uh, it's all about, that's the best part, dude. It's life's all is, about a story. It's a good story. It is a good story. Is there a cat meowing in your background? You can hear it. All right. One second. I can hear the cat meowing. <laughs> Bailey has to take a break to shut his cat up. Um, but while Bailey's gone, I'll talk about how as soon this was, so he ice fishes a lot. I never ice fish. This was my first time doing it. Um, uh, yeah. I, sorry. I'm in the middle the of a story. Would you mind shutting up? Oh, um, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, <laughs> But he he goes all the time. I, this was my this was my first time going, and as soon as we I mentioned earlier, like as soon as we stepped on the ice, it crack it's like started cracking. You could hear it and feel it under your feet. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that is an entirely normal thing, from that moment on, I was absolutely scared shitless. I like could <laughs> not focus on anything else except praying that the ice doesn't break. <laughs> no, but, and it's not even, it wasn't a deep lake or anything. It wasn't. No, like, we were like in three to four feet of water. Yeah. But I mean, it's the fact of falling in frozen yeah. water. I mean, even, even at, even at the middle of the lake where we were like posted up, it was still probably only like seven or eight feet deep. Yeah. Um, it's a very shallow lake from my understanding. Um, yeah. but we go to these tip ups and, uh, the first one we go to, Brandon yells, fish on, fish on. And then I'm like running over there. And then, uh, yeah, what the fish that we was uh, the goal is what we caught. We caught a northern pike. So about 20, 20 inch pike. Yeah, r- a rough estimate yeah. of 20 inches uh, northern pike. And uh, I don't count tip ups as like catches in a sense, <laughs> kind of, because yeah. 
it's it's i don't a tip up a tip up is essentially a fish hook that hangs in the water on like a spring-loaded mechanism right so that when whenever something grabs the hook it pops it and yanks it up well uh, no it doesn't pop it it um it's a spool of line and you usually put like a three hook thing and they call treble hooks and we put minnows on it and then so the fish hits it hooks itself and the line just is free spooling and uh but what that does it'll like trigger something like uh yeah like a mechanism mechanism but it'll pop the flag up just to say there's a something on the hook and then then once you uh once some you go up to it you're supposed to yank the line a little bit to basically set the hook and um yeah and that's how basically you catch on tip-ups but yeah we caught northern pike and honestly i i wasn't i thought it was like a fun trip though i mean we went back to the hotel after oh yeah it was a super fun trip like some cards against humanity played some uno hung out out, played cards and went to mancino's walk yeah we walked across the street to a mancino's pizza place which is really cool which i love i love mancino's i do too uh yeah, that was a all, all in all successful trip. Good hanging out with everybody. Yeah, I I had a good time. I haven't seen you in a while. It was nice seeing you and Heather again. Yeah, it was, um, it was good times. Um, did you do anything for the Super Bowl uh, yesterday? Kind I guess. of. Yes, we're recording this the day after the Super Bowl. Um, which and you're going to be hearing it the day after that. <laughs> I think Bailey's going to pull an all nighter and edit it. Um, it'll be right. It'll be fine. But I uh, got my prime. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to. I had a very large catering event this weekend. So Sunday okay. morning, I spent my entire day at work doing dishes because my <laughs> event was on Saturday night, and it was super late by the time I got done with it, and I just couldn't be bothered to do the dishes. So I went and did them yesterday morning. Um, but no, we we really didn't do anything. We like, no. stayed home pretty much all day. Yeah, we. I, uh... I, that's the thing is like I don't really care that much about the yeah. Super Bowl. But, well, you're not like a big sports guy in general, I'm not a right? Guy. I like yeah. Formula One, but that's about do you it. really see? That's like one of those. I don't like racing. Like I don't, I don't understand the phenomenon of NASCAR, like Formula. Oh, Formula NASCAR's one-less. stupid. NASCAR's <laughs> stupid. You just drive in a circle. That's dumb. Formula One's cool. Um, okay. No, but that's that's a whole. That's another podcast. No, I, I, uh, no, I, I love sports. I love the Super Bowl. I always. Brandon had a uh, a nice little get together yesterday. And um, one of the things I was going to ask you is whenever you do go to a Super Bowl party, what's your go-to, like, favorite food dish at that? My go-to favorite food dish for a Super Bowl party. I feel I feel like it's hard to choose anything besides buffalo chicken dip because okay. buffalo chicken dip is just so, so, so tasty. It is an icon. Uh, it's really good, right? I don't know. Wings. I really like wings a lot. Mm-hmm. Are you ooh, bone in or boneless? Bone in, okay. absolutely. Yeah, okay. Bone in. Okay. You got it right. You got it right. You got it right. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to beat. In my mind, it's hard to beat a buffalo chicken dip. I guess, like, I mean, what are other like standards? I haven't been to like a real Super Bowl party in they, uh, a long time. Well, I I like how you said uh, chicken dip because one of my favorite things, and I think <clears throat> it's like what I mostly eat at these parties, is dips. Because mm-hmm. there's always these parties always bring out an array of dips that you typically I would say like you don't often have. That is and true. Like we had, um, Kaylee made this very good elotes dip. It was um, 
and you just, it was just uh it was a low taste but like in a big bowl basically dip form sure yeah and then uh that was really good i i, I love a good corn dip oh, and yeah. then uh we had uh the spin dip was there that oh my was, god i love I, spin dip i, I oh, <clears throat> that's one of the it. best one of the best food and like most bizarre food combinations that really works is spinach and artichoke for some reason i i love it yeah so um good. what else? there's another uh should they guacamole i didn't eat the guac um for obvious reasons uh because i thought it was disgusting and then um what else then i think we had like a veggie tray too and then she like made all these like nice like uh chicken and shrimp tacos she's a very good cook every time i talk to her we talk about really talk about cooking and she she really knows what she's talking about no she she's really good at it um um i feel like there's no there's no situation where i would rather have a dip than a a situation like that that is to say eating a dip you're not going to sit down by yourself and eat dip for dinner. But oh, if you're having not. a party and watching football with a bunch of your friends, like, yeah, you'll eat two or three different types of dip and call it dinner. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's, uh, it's interesting. Um, how do you, let me riddle me this, Bailey. How do you okay. feel about a seven layer dip? Oh, that's like with like the beans, the, yeah, like the sour like cream or whatever. Beans. I don't even know what all the layers are. There's usually like beans, some sort of ground meat, uh cheese sour cream olives lettuce tomatoes avocado sometimes i don't know it's it's not the dip i'll go to often or right away but i mean i don't have any complaints about it It, it, it's a good dip it's a good dip for some reason seven layer dip really really grosses me out i have no idea why i like all of the components of it individually there's no reason it should gross me out i mean except for olives but um or like canned olives i don't fuck with canned olives but like oh, I love it, olives. Just looking at it, it's always in a glass container, so you can see the layers. <laughs> yeah. All the layers. That yeah. looks so yucky to me. There is something <laughs> about that that is just absolutely so off-putting. It it can be a little uh, off-putting. I, I don't disagree with you on that, but I know like I uh I don't I, I I don't mind it. I mean I'm just I really I'm not the biggest fan of like Mexican food in a sense. So like um yeah, so like that's probably one of the reasons i like i don't go for it right away what you don't just you just don't like mexican food overall just full um i mean i I mean i i'll eat it and i like i i do like a lot of the dishes but like it's definitely like i think there's a lot better other there's like better food out there like it's just not high on my list of like favorite like foods you should come out and visit me there's a mexican uh, mexican place that opened across the street from me it's really good um also it's a it's a it's like a taqueria um, and they do all sorts of weird fusion tacos. It's a really cool place. Ooh, I see. I love um, tacos. There's also a, a, like a fine dining Mexican restaurant in town here. That's one of mine and Heather's favorite restaurants to go to for date night. Super okay. duper good. Um, one other quick thing about dips. A few years ago, like years and years ago, probably seven or eight years ago, I was at mm-hmm. some sort of party with my ex and somebody in her family made a Reuben dip. Ooh, that was killer! It was like shredded corned beef and Swiss cheese, and a little bit of Thousand Island dressing and sauerkraut, like everything you'd have on a Reuben. And then you would dip, um, uh, what do you call them? Like the rye chips that you find in like Chex Mix. That sort oh, of. Oh yeah. Dip that in it. Oh my Garditos god. Garditos or whatever. Yeah, Garditos. So 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 good. Great dip. Lives lives rent free in my head. It was a delicious so, dip. Now with a Reuben, I I'm not a fan of the old sauerkraut. 
but I do love a Reuben with some like coleslaw on it. That's oh, you like a like... Cali, a Cali yeah, Reuben. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that's that's how I like it. So like, if you just substitute that sauerkraut with some coleslaw on that, I think you have a. That's I, I'd be mowing on it. I could totally get in. I can get into that. That's one of the only ways I can enjoy coleslaw is on a Reuben like that. Um, oh, really? I mean, you just honestly, don't like it in any... general. I'm just not a big coleslaw guy. I don't know. I like a vinaigrette coleslaw, but anything with like that super sweet miracle whip dressing, I just hate it. I think KFC has one of the best coleslaws you can get. I wouldn't be able to to tell you. <laughs> I think it's all vile. Um, another thing that we I touched on, I guess, briefly during our, our dip conversation just now is uh, with spinach and artichoke dip. That it's yeah. kind of a bizarre combination of things between like spinach and artichoke. And yeah. I was wondering if there's any like weird uh, food combinations that you particularly enjoy. So, like, for example, I know a lot of people really like pizza with ranch, and that's kind of an odd thing on paper. I so, I, I don't know if there's any things like that that you really like. Um... like a lot of people will have mac and cheese with ketchup. Um, I personally, enjoy pizza with ranch oh. and i don't mac think it's a bad thing to do I, mac yeah i know cheese with ketchup yeah it's a common thing people is it really yeah it's a common thing or scrambled Weird. eggs with ketchup people be putting ketchup on everything well i mean like yeah I, I understand the egg one but i've never seen or heard of anybody doing like mac and cheese before i have a friend who does that every time i yeah she'll put ketchup on her mac and cheese i don't know it's just it's huh. a an odd an odd thing like salt and watermelon is that's that's the one that like that's what i was gonna probably say is like my big one is like salt and watermelon is a big like Mm -hmm. i always be doing that um one i don't i guess one that i've never done i've only had it once but it was actually pretty good was a uh a peanut butter pickle sandwich have you ever had that before never had peanut butter and pickle no that that's good if you like peanut butter and pickle you like that um i do like I've those things a, individually that does sound i would try it uh there's a restaurant i uh i don't go too often but i've i've gone several times i guess but they do peanut butter burgers and i think that's really good too i don't know if that's weird had, to me you've never super it, bizarre so it's uh the burger uh cheddar cheese we go uh peanut butter then we just do bacon and i add like onion on it too it's really good i was gonna say you probably can't do too much like produce wise with that because no the idea of lettuce and peanut butter grosses me out or like (laughs) tomato and peanut butter like that doesn't sound very good yeah but i i I, i'll push back a little on that because i think i think i think lettuce and the peanut butter is fine because wouldn't you haven't you had a like a uh a pad uh Thai sauce in a sense with like on a lettuce wrap and that's like peanut butter based is it not true that was actually going to be the point that i was going to bring up is one of my favorite combos is peanut butter and sriracha Ooh, because it has that sort of pad thai thing or like that thai peanut sauce thing going on that i'm a big fan of um i wouldn't eat it just straight like on toast no i mean maybe i would i don't know maybe i'll (laughs) do that for dinner i haven't had dinner yet maybe i'll eat peanut butter and sriracha yeah, I gotta figure dinner. out what I'm having for dinner too after this. I'm making I'm making pulled or Heather's actually cooking dinner tonight. She's making pulled pork. Oh, shout out Heather with the pulled pork. Do you put uh what do you put on your Heather. pulled pork? What do you put sweet it on baby your raisin. sweet baby raisin? Always sweet, sweet baby raisin. The best barbecue sauce in the game. I think Can't it's make better one homemade. I think I think it's pretty good. I, yeah. If I if I want to go like more of like a vinegary, uh I'll go uh 
um, open pit, open pit, open pit. Sure, I don't mind open pit. Um, um, there's that barbecue place in Chelsea near where we like grew up. Oh, yeah. Um, and they do a really good Carolina Gold barbecue sauce, which is like a mustard based barbecue sauce. I do. That is that is actually my favorite barbecue sauce in the world is Barbecue Fifty Two's Carolina barbecue sauce. I do like a nice Carolina barbecue sauce. I don't have it often, but I do like it. But I've never eaten there. Surprisingly it's enough, is it really is good. it really yeah, good? Super good. My mom's neighbor was the pitmaster there. I don't that's, know if she's that's what I thought. That's what yeah. I thought. Um, um, shout out Jason. I know he doesn't <laughs> listen, but good guy. Used to play guitar with my dad a lot. Very cool. Oh, um. Man. Anyways, yeah, I I really like a I just like anything with mustard. Honestly, mustard based barbecue sauce, great. Um, I don't like Dijon. You don't like Dijon mustard? No, I don't know what it is. Like, what's what's is it the too, big like? It's too. Is it too like aggressive? Because that's that's the big thing with Dijon is that it's a lot. Yeah, more, I think it's a I lot think more like mustard is. seed, mustard powder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I, I, that's probably what it is. Because mm-hmm. mustard has that same sort of like sinus spiciness that wasabi. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it it, it very it reminds me a lot of like wasabi or like um horsey or horseradish. Yeah, horseradish say. is also well wasabi is a type of horseradish, and I think they're uh they might be related to mustard. I'm not sure, and I couldn't be bothered to Google it right now. <laughs> I'm I'm very tired. <laughs> I took a nap. I had to postpone our uh, little peek behind the screen here. We were supposed to record uh half an hour earlier. But I literally couldn't keep my eyes open, so I had to postpone it and take a 15-minute nap. Heck yeah. Um, and I'm going to go back to sleep when we're done with this, because i got to work then? at 4 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. 4 in the morning. That's You're doing the yeah, Lord's gotta, work at that I point. I wake up at 3. I have a breakfast catering thing for like 50 or 60 people that i got to get ready for. So. Oh, your favorite. Um, anyways. Um, yeah. Also on my pulled pork sandwich i like a thick pickle thick like part mm. dill pickle i mean i like pickles mm. on everything that's it just barbecue sauce and pickles that's all you need barbecue sauce pickles no onion no i'm not a big raw onion guy mm. I, it's growing on me a little bit but i won't go like out of my way to get onions i I'm, ate so I'm many of my the... shrimp tacos last night i love oh, yeah. onions so much so so They're so good. much I'm at the point now where, like, I what I used to do is I used to order things without onion because I hated it so much. But now I'm at the point of acceptance where, like, if it has onion on it, I'll eat it. Um, <laughs> I'll just I'll just power through, and it's not that bad usually. Sounds so depressing. I'm also not. <laughs> what I'm getting at is I'm I'm not quite to the point where I'll go out of my way to eat raw onions on food. We'll get you there. We'll get you there. I'm, get, I'm getting there. Baby steps. I won't... I wanted to talk to you about um, uh, while we're we were just talking about pad thai. I, James and I, had the best pad thai I've ever had in my life. So we went, really? we went to that. Uh, are you familiar with Horrocks? Yes, I am. Okay. We have one uh, pretty close to here, actually. Perfect. Uh, we got one in Lansing. Uh, Horrocks is basically a very uh what would you say it's a it's a farmer's market in a sense but it's um it's yeah it's a very high-end farmer's market in a sense i would say it's halfway between like a whole foods and a farmer's market so it's like all of it is like local like i don't know if it's actually locally grown but it's all very fresh uh 
produce and like super high quality product but it's in a building the size of a supermarket like it's a huge 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 building they have greenhouses they they have bars they got restaurants in it they sell everything you could ever want there they not only do they sell like ultra high quality like uh produce and meats and you know other things of that like they also sell a ton of uh like health foods and like very specific um very specific products that are hard to come by like specialty products mm-hmm. um so like i'll go there and buy arrowroot powder because i can't get it anywhere else yeah that's uh like that. wait, what, arrowroot what's arrowroot arrow it basically does the same thing as cornstarch it's just oh, okay i like it in gravy that's okay it. um does it like thicken it better yeah i I just like I like the texture it provides more than cornstarch because cornstarch has a tendency to get kind of like gloppy if you add okay. too much, and in my experience, arrowroot doesn't do that as much. Oh, perfect! So. But um, they anyway they got this uh very nice like pad thai like food truck esque in the in their what they call the beer gardens there, and you go there they have a list uh a heat level one through eight. And I'm very like I come to I become like a big baby when it comes to heat. I love spicy things, but like I can't handle it well. And like a jalapeno messed me up, or like flaming hot Cheetos, I can only eat a couple, or like I just it's too spicy. Yeah, flaming hot Cheetos are too hot to be enjoyable for me. But that's a conversation yeah, I, for another time. I don't get how people do it. But anyways, uh, I go up there. I'm like, I'll do. I had their their tofu pad thai, and I uh, got their egg rolls because. I always got to try the egg roll. Got to. And and then James orders and uh, he goes, I'll do, I think he got like the chicken pad thai and he goes, I'll do heat level three. And she looks at him and goes, are you sure? <laughs> and, and she goes, that's three, that's three out of eight. That's not even half of the scale. Yeah. But like thinking <laughs> in like the Thai cooking world, like that's pretty spicy. Sure. My like, food gets really, really spicy. That's yeah. True. And so she goes, that's like the equivalent to the American, like extra hot. And he goes, yeah, that's fine. And then, <laughs> so, so we get there, we get our uh, pad Thai. We go sit in the beer gardens. We're eating. What, what spice level did you get? You get one. Yeah. I went one. Yeah. Um, And like one was very good. Like it wasn't, there was like, if there was any kick, it was very minimal. Um, So I think I'll, I'll, I'll try two next, but mm-hmm. James has three. And he's like, this is fine. This is not bad. So I try it. And the little that I did try, I was like, this is not terrible. But if I ate a lot of this, I'd be like, wow, this is it can it would like more you eat, the more spicy it'd get. Sure. And then um, so he's like, I think I'm just gonna jump to five next time. <laughs> oh my god. He's so reckless. He's so reckless with his foods. And the best part about this conversation right now is that creative director James is not here to defend himself. <laughs> we can talk as much shit about him as we want to. <laughs> um, but back to like how great the food it was. It's cooked by like, it's authentic Pad Thai. It's like uh, Vietnamese uh, people from, well, pe- people from Vietnam make the Pad Thai and it's like very authentically made and it's really good. And um, you know how we had those egg rolls at, was it China House or was Korea it? Korea House. Korea House. And let me God, tell you, those incredible the, restaurant. that has the best egg rolls until now. I'm telling you, really, these these egg rolls at this pad thai place were so good. They had like black mushroom in it. They had, Ooh. I think they might have had like chick, maybe even chicken in them too or whatnot. That's but good. they were they were like super filled. There wasn't any like loose air pockets in them, and it mm-hmm. was just, they weren't like crazy huge either. They were they were super good. 
but um, awesome. no, that pad thai was phenomenal. I love it. I can't. I got to go back soon to get more. I'll have to, I'll have to come and meet you out there because I have. I have yet to this day. We went. We went and had those egg rolls at Korea House. Like yes. Oh my god! Ago. It was like years, seven years. years ago, something like it was a long, long, long time ago. And I still have never been... had one better than that. Yeah, the, that, that was those... that was an absolutely incredible egg roll. That yep. restaurant also is just super duper cool. Very cheap Korean restaurant. Super good Korean food. Good um, bulgogi. Bulgogi. Yeah, yeah, their bulgogi is really good. I always get the bibimbap. Also, I really bibimbap. like the banchan that they have there. The like selection of those little plates of pickles and shit that they bring out before the yeah, meal. Like, they, banchan. They, yeah, they give you like was it um pickled stuff they had they got kimchi, kimchi and then they had like yeah. pickled uh like daikon radish and then they had one that was like fish cake and just a little seaweed salad and some like bean sprouts so or something good. like that so very good. good um yeah that re- that restaurant's great i miss it i miss living close to it <laughs> <laughs> well yeah you live like all the way across the state i know i live on the other side of the state now now it'd take me two hours at least two hours to probably get there but is it is it but is two hours worth the best egg roll you've ever had? Oh, absolutely, yes. I would drive. <laughs> I would drive two hours each way to go to Korea House. I would do that every single day if I could. There's a Korean restaurant that I like here, but it's not the same. It's not. Um, nothing's like home. I thought of another thing that I wanted to talk about, but in order to do so, we might have to pause for a quick minute. Okay. Is it is it cool if we pause for a second right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. I got I got to pee anyways, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And we're back. Welcome back to dinner for is uh dinner for now. I'm doing it. I forgot the name. Um, it's right in front of me. Oh, is that the uh taste test thing we talked about? Yes, I had to take a brief uh brief step away there. One because I wanted a second glass of cranberry juice because I really like cranberry juice. Um, but also I mentioned to Bailey that I had bought a new flavor of liquid IV. Uh, that I'd never had before. I got the strawberry flavor, and he told me I wasn't allowed to drink it until we recorded the show. Yes. So, I have a bottle of water and a liquid IV here, and I'm going to make myself a beverage. That is my, personally, my favorite uh, liquid IV flavor. It, um, oh, it's really good. I think it, it, it doesn't have, like, it doesn't taste as salty like the lemon and lime ones. Um, oh, it smells like a milkshake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's super good. Oh, it smells very sweet. I I love the lemon lime one because it is a little bit more tart. Yeah, I, I like it too. Um, but that that the strawberry is just on a whole different level. If you like strawberries, you'll it love. It smells this one. good. It smells really good, actually. I thought you were just gonna like start that. drinking it like that. I was oh like, God, what are no, you doing? <laughs> so I'm sure we've talked about it before because we both really like liquid IV. Um, but liquid IV is basically like an electrolyte powder. It says hydration multiplier powered by CTT, and it's a non-GMO electrolyte drink mix, and you just add it to a bottle of water, and then drink it, and it's, it's like super good for you, I guess. Super hydrating. Yeah. Any drinks has determined. Ooh. The strawberry one's good. Isn't it good? It is really good. It still is kind of salty because it is like an electrolyte slurry, so it's got salt in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but it tastes uh. It tastes it I mean it tastes like a strawberry milkshake, honestly. Yeah. It's like that's the closest thing I can I, think of. Honestly, I didn't there was like something that I like I was trying to, to like determine what it was like very similar to, and I think you just solved it. Like it's I really that's not quite it though. There's something else that's like it's a very similar to some other strawberry thing that I've had, but 
but it's not quite the same, and I'm having a really hard time putting my finger it, on it. Does it taste a lot like um those strawberry uh shortcake uh, ice cream? Would you say it's so much shortcake ice cream? You those oh, like, those on a stick. You mean my you mean my favorite ice cream treat of all time? It, it's uh, it's I think that's the best thing you can get from a, an ice cream truck. It, that's true. Do you call it a dilly bar? Is that what those are called? Or is that something I have else? no idea what they're called. <laughs> I just know that they're just like covered does, in those like it does sort of taste like that. Yeah, I don't know what they're like. It tastes like those um remember those like fruit and cream um fruit snacks? Fruit and cream, no. They were like I, I used to get them when I was kids. They were like a strawberries and cream uh fruit snack. No. And it would they taste a lot like this, except those I ate so much one time I just got sick. <laughs> okay, it's just called a strawberry shortcake bar, but it is the best ice cream bar. Full stop. Oh yeah, I love it. I love it. No, Wes, dude, I had some amazing ice cream that you need to try next time you're in Meyer or Walmart. Mm-hmm. Last night, well, before the uh, Super Bowl, we went to uh, Meyer, and we got. We were like getting some Super Bowl stuff, but I went to their like because I've been seeing them like on TikTok or whatnot of like those like pints of Little Debbie, um, yes, ice creams. I looked, we, I looked at those when I went to Meyer last, like you need to the get them. I tried the zebra cake and oatmeal cream pie one last night. Oatmeal they, cream pie is the one that sounds really good to me, yeah, they are so good. I also yeah. got like the cosmic brownie and like the star one that's like that rice. Our crunch. Yeah, I got those. Oh, I haven't tried those yet, but dude, they are so, 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 so good. It's like a kid's dream coming to life. Dude. Hell yeah, dude. Um I will definitely get some. I was trying to convince Heather to get them. We take turns buying groceries, and since uh-huh. this was her turn buying groceries, she could just say no because I'm not <laughs> paying for it. <laughs> so Fair. we didn't end up getting them. Um, we did get a bunch of little things of like the little tiny one dollar thing of Ben and Jerry's. We mm. got three or four of those. Um, and this brings me to actually something that we hadn't discussed before the show. But what is your favorite ice cream flavor? What's your favorite, and what's your least favorite ice cream flavor? Um, I. I'm very simple when it comes to ice cream. I'm Me a too. simpleton. Um, I think the best ice cream flavor is vanilla. Okay, um, it's not French vanilla. Oh, French vanilla, yeah, yeah. Or does or, it? And, 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 uh, it's just any variation of vanilla. Interchangeably, really. sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, worst flavor though, I will say, um, that what is it? Cherry. Car- no, it's um the Ben and Cherries one. No, no, it's like just like some cherry. Um, it's like cherry ice cream with um maybe like chocolate chips in it, like it cherry Gar- cherry Garcia. Yeah, cherry Garcia. Yeah, yeah, I think that I think that's the worst. You're an absolute buffoon. Cherry <laughs> Garcia is my favorite ice cream. Is it really? I, it's it's not my favorite of all time, but it's certainly high on the list. I really, really like Sherry Garcia. I think it is an excellent ice cream. My favorite of all time is plain strawberry. Straight strawberry ice cream. Absolutely fucking love it. It's so tasty. I, I mean, I guess I would even argue if it's not vanilla, and if you wanted more of like a bigger variety, I would go Neapolitan. Even though it's not too Neapolitan part. is extremely good. The as well. three basics. I had, this, I had this conversation with Heather last night and we talked about how much we both like Neapolitan ice cream. I love Neapolitan. My real, my real favorite that I actually just remembered, do you remember there's that little uh down the street from my mom's house, 
not like down the street, but over towards like uh like Unadilla. There's that little country store. It's like a fishing uh-huh. store. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. Used to have an ice cream shop in there. Yeah, and that and that ice cream shop used to have a flavor called Raspberry Road Runner. Ooh. And I've never seen it anywhere else, so I don't know if this exists. If you guys can find Raspberry Raspberry Roadrunner ice cream, please mail it to me. I'm sure <laughs> it'll be fine in the mail. It was just vanilla. It was vanilla ice cream, and it had these. It had like a chocolate like ripple through it, uh-huh. and it had these little nuggets that were like. It was almost like a teeny tiny Reese's cup, where the outside was mm. super dark chocolate, and the inside was just like raspberry jam. Ooh, and that, that sounds ice, so good. That ice cream was unbelievably delicious and i cannot find it anywhere else please let me know if you guys can find that uh calling on the power of our audience to find me an ice cream i like uh the worst flavor is superman or blue moon because they're the same thing uh i agree i think the exact same thing just different colors but yep. i will I, I love blue moon though i, I mean i or not either one uh, yeah that's either one. but no i, I love those i, I think like they're a michigan that. they're like a native michigan like flavor blue though moon. I'm pretty sure Blue Moon is a Michigan thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I think it's made by like Hudsonville ice cream or whatever. Um, at least that's like one of the popular ones that I've seen. But yeah, no, I'm pretty sure like Blue Moon is like a very native Michigan. It's, yeah, it's Blue Moon is pretty much only in uh, Wisconsin and Michigan. Apparently, it's most it's in the Midwest as a whole, but it's most common in Wisconsin and Michigan. I don't even know and like, it what turns kind out, of flavor it is. I don't either. I'm going to continue reading the wiki about it. It turns out that the it's one of the flavors that makes up Superman. So yeah. it's the blue. It's apparently OK. Bailey, we're going to play a fun game. I'm going to give you three chances to guess the flavor that is listed here as blue of blue moon ice cream. Is it a common flavor? It's it is common. It's not a common ice cream flavor, but it is something that you would definitely know. Is it fruit? It is not fruit. Not fruit. Um, it has nothing to do with the color. I'll give you that also. I part of me like wants to say like an almond in a sense because of like amaretto. Um, that, that would make that would make sense in a, I, in I a love, weird way. I love amaretto. It, that that might no. be a stretch, but it's um, not an almond. Also, apparently, it's from Ludington specifically. Ludington it was made in Ludington, Michigan. Um, not, not normal ice cream flavor, not a fruit. Uh, <laughs> I can just tell you if you'd like, if you think yeah, that'd just be more sh- interesting. Sh- shoot, shoot, it, shoot me with it. Apparently it's marshmallow flavor. You know, I thought about saying marshmallow, but I was like, I don't know, dude. But yeah, really. They, it kind of, it kind of, yeah, apparently it kind of varies, uh, depending on what company makes it and nobody shares their recipe for it. Um, but some of them have like a little bit of a berry flavor or a little bit of vanilla thing going on. But apparently for the most part, it's like pretty consistently marshmallowy, which is not something that I would ever, I hate marshmallow flavored stuff. It's not something I would seek out personally. Yeah. I don't, I don't like the like marshmallow fluff. I don't, I hate peeps. I think peeps is the worst Easter candy. I think they're disgusting. Oh yeah. That's, that's an ice cold take, dude. Peeps absolutely suck. That's an ice cold. The only, the only, there's one candy that's worse than Peeps, and you know what it is? Is circus peanuts. Those are fucking awful. I, I loved, I loved circus peanuts back in the day, but now my uncle loves. They're they're too sugary. I think that's my biggest thing with like Peeps or marshmallows in general. It's just like they're too sugary. Just sugar and horse hooves. 
Oh, sugar and horse. <laughs> well, that's why marshmallows are made out of mostly. Yeah, they're mostly made out of gelatin. You ever have a vegan marshmallow? No. You're missing out. Vegan marshmallows are, are so good. Well, they're way better. I guess, I guess I just thought marshmallows in general, in a sense, were kind of vegan already. No, because they're made out of gelatin. Oh yeah, I, I guess. It, I guess if I feel like that's for like a diehard vegan. I don't count Jello as like a animal well, product in a sense. It is though. And you're a vegetarian. To some degree, I call myself a part-time <laughs> vegan now. Um, I'm a flexitarian. No, um, there's something. Um, I can move on to another one of my topics if you don't have anything. Yeah, go, 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 go. All right. Picture this. Picture you're me. at home by yourself. You're watching okay. a movie. It's 11:45 at night. You're kind of gearing down towards bed. Maybe you've had a couple of zesty beverages. And you need a snack right. before you go to bed. What are you okay. reaching for? What is your go-to late-night snack? All right, I'm gonna give you two. All right. Sure, you can give me three or four if you want. A go-to late-night snack. Um, recently, in my recent years or months, I've I've been fancying a nice uh, cucumber and ranch. Not your typical. Ooh. Definitely oddball. Definitely <clears throat> oddball. Definitely oddball. Not not something anybody else is probably gonna say, no, but it's definitely good. one of uh, my favorite snacks, uh, just in general. But late night, I've been having them too. I like we get like these mini cucumbers, and I just like don't even cut it up or anything. I just dip you it in a whole cucumber. Sure. Yeah, I, I fill a <laughs> ramekin of ranch and. Uh, I just dip and eat, like, that way, eat that way, three of them. That way you can tell yourself you're eating a vegetable and try to feel healthy, even though you're just basically mainlining ranch dressing. It is vegan ranch, though, so yeah, we'll take it. That doesn't necessarily mean healthy. No, nope, but know. you know what? It makes me feel better about myself. And then, and uh, really counts. or, or if, but I do like sweets, so like maybe like some sort of like candy variation or chips. Like I guess those are like. Oh yeah, is there any specific chip? Oh, um, I love. I I also have a couple answers to this question. I have I one. love a. It's I know you don't like it, but I love Cool Ranch Dorito. I mean, those okay. are so. That I guess that are like maybe like a kettle cooked. Kettle cooked are good. I I get I get why people like Cool Ranch Doritos. Uh, let me be clear before. Okay, quick sidebar. Everybody, every time we upload one of these episodes, I get texts from like five or six of my friends that are like, hey, you're an idiot and that opinion's stupid. I can't <laughs> believe this, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so I'm going to get out ahead of it this time. I used to like Cool Ranch Doritos. I get why people like them. I'm not saying they're bad. I have a taste aversion to Cool Ranch Doritos because I ate too many one time and got pretty sick. And so now I can't eat them anymore without me <clears throat> feeling sick. Throwing it out there. Don't text me. Or if you... Uh, have another way of getting a hold of me. Don't actually email me. Um, do that. Anyways, my all-time go-to favorite late night snack is microwave popcorn. Um, mm. popcorn is my favorite food. Full stop. Yeah, I love popcorn right. more than anything else. Um, lately my my late night snack has been uh, chicharrones, rinds. Oh, but we I talked about this. that at the hotel. We did. Yes, we did. I, I buy this one specific brand that still has all of the like the fat attached to the pork skin. Uh-huh. And they're so, so good. I've never had a really chicken. not good for you at all, but <laughs> at least they're low carb. Um 
low the carb, other thing high is like just a nice bowl of cereal. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I totally didn't even you think freeze. about cereal. Cereal, I love cereal at night. I think it's well, uh, everybody. Bailey appears to be frozen. Um, I think his Wi-Fi did not hear me working, but I believe hello our recording software is still running. Uh, yeah, it looks like it's still running. Hello, are you, are you, you still me? there? Can you hear me? I can now. You froze did, for a while. No, you were still like I. I could still see you and everything just fine. Oh, could you hear me still? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you heard All my right. little my little monologue while you were frozen? Yeah, yeah. No, you were oh, like okay. saying. Uh, I, I was saying. Uh, I said that. Uh, I I think uh, cereal is meant for late night and not breakfast in a sense. True, I totally agree. I think a cereal is a shitty breakfast, but a great snack or a great dessert. Yeah, I th- I think it's a it's a power snack. That's actually a oh, really good. Special K red berries, dude. Special K red berries. And strawberries in it. Unbeatable. Well, cinnamon toast crunch is better, but well, CT no. crunch is goaded, and it's I don't the best know. How thing. It's the best ever made. Well, that's a uh, that's a stretch. Um, yeah. Do we wanna do we wanna wrap this up with our very first fan submission discussion? Yes, I'm very excited about this. Actually, this is very. What did you is, did you say, your buddy Kyle? Yeah. Shout out Shit. Kyle with uh, Dark Boiler Industries. He uh, is one of my friends here. And he's a big fan of our show. And he sent us an audio message. Um, to be fair, he didn't email it to us. So I almost wanted to not do it because he should have sent it to the email. Basically, Kyle was at the grocery store and he was shopping. He was in the freezer section and was looking for um, toaster strudels, right? Like the little um, mm-hmm. Pillsbury pastries with the fruit inside and shit. You get the icing on them. And next to those was a thing called a toaster scrambler, which uh, is the same pastry crust, except it's filled with eggs and some sort of breakfast meat and cheese. And he had never seen those before and never heard of them and wanted to know, like, what we think about that and if that's a cool thing or not. So thanks, Kyle, for the submission, and we will talk about that. Shout out Kyle with your amazing fan submission. Um, have you had them before? Oh yeah, I I have a very strong opinion about these. Actually, so do I. Uh, I think they are way better than any other toaster strudel or whatever out there. I'll go. I'll go a step farther. I think that is the best pre-made breakfast item that you could possibly buy. I I don't disagree. Um, it's. It it's very uh it reminds me a lot of like breakfast pizza and I like I yes. think breakfast pizza is like a very like top of the line breakfast you can get especially sure. if you like a quicker one, um and it's basically a breakfast pizza in like a little square form it's like in like a like a phyllo dough like flaky pastry crust yeah the only issue, which I didn't even consider until I was talking about this with my girlfriend last night, is that whenever you toast them. They're always perfectly done on the edges and ice cold in the middle. Like There's an frozen. art to it. There's an art to it. There's an art to it. So Okay, she shared her method with me, and I want to hear your method to see how similar they are. All right. Um, what I do is um, I will slow toast them. Like, I will, like like go like several times push them down several times into the toaster i'll like i'll do like lower levels 
and like gradually like get it hotter and hotter. So you'll like you'll like turn your toaster on the lightest setting and then just do it over and over. Yeah, again. I mean, like I'll do like two or three and then work my way up to like four, or whatever. But sure. there's another method I like too. If I'm like don't want to do all that because I just I really like the crispiness and the crunchiness of the pastry. Mm-hmm. But if I'm feeling lazy, I will do. I'll put it in there for like at the three or four setting, and then I will throw them in the microwave for like a couple seconds, like a little bit. And then that it, like it, it works pretty well too doing that. That's what Heather said to me that she does is she would toast it like as it says on the instructions, and then she'd cut it in half and then microwave it for mm. like just a little bit. That worked great. That's a great way of doing it. Um, if you want your filling to be hot and you don't care about the texture of the outside, I, I for- hate. I hate I, I like because like I, I've said in the past, dude. If I bite into that and it's cold, my appetite's ruined. So like I have for me, I make sure it's scalding. <laughs> I my method of of cooking these things, even though nobody really asked. My well, Kyle asked, I guess. My method of cooking these things is to do exactly what the package says, and if it comes out wrong, that's not my fault, and I will never own up to my mistakes in cooking. So I will eat <laughs> that shit if it's cold. Oh, I'll get halfway through, bite a big chunk of frozen eggs, and just. Just, you uh, know, blank expression. Keep going. Oh, that sounds the like idea, a terrible time. <laughs> the idea behind this sort of pre-packaged, like, handheld breakfast item is that I should be able to pull it out, cook it fast, and eat it on the go. If I have to sit there and babysit it over the toaster or put it in the microwave and, like, do all these extra steps, that defeats the entire purpose of having a convenient breakfast solution. Oh, I I, I entirely agree with you, but... um, But... I wish you know. I I think there has. But they, you got you got nothing but time, baby. <laughs> nothing but time. Sure. But uh, I think the the I I think the little extra work for that one is like is worth it, just because I think it just tastes so good. I'll I'll, I'll buy a box of those and I'll I'll try doing it in the microwave. It's it's not will, bad. Uh, like I don't cut uh, mine in half though. Like what she does, I like will like poke holes in the top of it. So because like if you cut it in the, half, if you uh, I found that like it tends to like basically fall out of the pastry and then you're like you're i believe that's it. like that's like my issue with like cutting in half so like i'll like air it by like poking holes in the top of like a fork and then mm-hmm. that way it like um that makes sense it, it works pretty well that so. makes sense all yeah. right bailey you ready to wrap this one up put it in yeah, the dirt. i think i think we're gonna wrap this bad boy up and uh yeah this one comes out tomorrow so we'll uh good luck happy valentine's day <laughs> Should Happy we talk Valentine's. About Valentine's Day a little bit before we uh best Valentine's Day candy anything like that uh, or should we just ignore it? We'll do a quick one. What's uh what was your favorite thing to get in your Valentine's box when you're at school? Oh, the chocolate covered cherries. Chocolate covered cherries. Those yep. those are a good or, one. Those are... uh affection from a female classmate. That was always nice because <laughs> I was a I was a weird lonely kid. Lonely, but I like I always like those conversational hearts or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, the ones that are, uh, according to Futurama, they're made out of uh, bone meal and earwig honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, those, those are my favorite. Okay. I, I always love those, but yeah. Oh, yeah, or fun dip, fun dip, fun dip. Oh, was my a good god, one. fun dip. I love that, fun dip, dude. Oh, what a man. stupid what and a ineffective way to eat candy! <laughs> so good, though. So good, so good. But all right, let's wrap this up. Um, all right. Everybody, you have a good one. Um, be sure to email us at dinner for breakfast podcast at gmail.com with any discussion topics like our boy Kyle did. Well, yeah, attempted to in a you. sense. But you know what? Um, yeah, everybody, you have a good one. Yeah. Uh happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Do happy uh Valentine's Day. 
do do something nice for yourself treat yourself peace guys bye